Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chester. I'm so thankful to have you here, and I'm blessed to be sitting Woo! here with my boy, Ruben Greth. Yeah. How are you, sir? What's up, Tyler? Dude, I'm so stoked to be here, man. You have no idea. I'm so pumped up, dude. Woo! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, that that is the recipe for a great show. I can already feel it right here, man. How are, what's, what's going on in your world, man? What's new? Man, since we last talked, I guess, so I had you on my show, but like before that, I met you at Todd Dexheimer's event. He's talking about creating a new one or something like that, Matt. I had a great time meeting you. I met you at the bar at his Friday night event, and I had never been to Minneapolis. I had never been to – I am not much of a traveler within the <laughs> United States. I've been to other countries, but I saw you there. You're drinking a beer, and you're like, hey, dude, I just came back from Italy, or I'm about to go to Italy, and I was – I was like, who are you? He's, you're like, oh, I have this podcast and I'm going to be a, a keynote speaker. And I was like, what? Like, who? Are I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, wow. You know, so I because that's exactly what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a podcaster. I wanted to be a multifamily syndicator. And I'm new to the business. But so like, what's going on right now? We have a 75 for sale. We just sold a 74. We have a 90 unit that we're trying to raise some capital for that we already purchased so about six months ago and it's almost stabilized so we have some cool stuff going on and we're in a process of evolution right so we want to go from buy fix and sell multifamily to let's do this legacy investing where an investor comes in put some cash in we give them their cash back within like three years and then they stay in the deal into perpetuity with us forever you know so they get their cash flow they get their cash back they can go invest in something else and then they can still continue to own the property with us forever which i think is beautiful so that's awesome that's awesome man well you got a lot going on and i appreciate you sharing the inspiration there there's so much to be inspired for and there's so much for us to dive into today so when we dive into that give it give me a second here but i want to ask the question that i always ask are you ready to take it to another level because that's what we're absolutely going to do today. I want to welcome you back to the show where we sit down for mind-expanding conversations with influential authorities in real estate as well as top experts in other industries and other disciplines. And it is our mission to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar personally and professionally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. And of course, uh, yeah. you know this, but we will distill the mindset, the habits, the routines, the systems, the tools, the strategies and so much more from an individual like Ruben so that you can elevate to a life without limits yourself. And this is a masterclass for leaders and those looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through personal growth, through real estate investing, through other ventures perhaps, or most importantly and ultimately in their lives. If you appreciate what my team and I are doing here, we'd appreciate if you subscribe to the show, if you give us a rating or review. It helps because our really our mission is to reach millions of people with the message that you don't have to tolerate your life. You can actually live a life of excellence, of joy, of abundance, of unlimited, you know, whatever it is that you want. I mean, you really can do that through growing yourself, through growing your real estate holdings, through growing your network and all of these different things. So I'm excited to have a dynamic conversation today with Ruben. And I want to introduce you to Ruben, who also has his own podcast about raising money, the Capital Raiser Show. You have to check out that show. It is phenomenal. <laughs> it was an absolute pleasure and privilege to be on that show myself. I know we went super deep. I have a feeling we're going to go super deep today. He learns the best practices from successful syndicators on that show and multifamily investors. He is the capital manager for Bakerson and does marketing, brand awareness, and capital raising for the company who has purchased 850 <laughs> units in Arizona, many through syndicating apartment communities. He originally got started in real estate by raising $650,000 of joint venture money from social media to buy small multifamily deals in Phoenix during the real estate crash. He has a bachelor's degree in Arizona State University in chemistry and Spanish. So we're probably going to talk about some crazy chemistry today. We're going to talk about like blowing stuff up in the lab. I have no idea. But Ruben, welcome to the show, my friend. Tell us a little Thanks, bit more dude. about you behind the bio. Mm, okay, so I'll start with this, dude, because you mentioned something that really caught my attention, which was that like I could actually blow stuff up behind the lab, and that's true. <laughs> like I almost went to explosives after I got my degree in chemistry, and I was like, okay, so 
man, there's all these opportunities I could go into patent law for chemical and I was going to be a lawyer or I was going to be a doctor. At the end of the day, really what it settled down to and broke down to was that my father had told me before he passed at a very young age for, for me and for himself, right? So he was 57, I was seven. And he's like, hey, mijo, I, I made all of my money in real estate. You know, this is, I didn't make my money as a politician. He was in the military. He was the president of the Chamber of Commerce, the Mexican Chamber of Commerce here. So he I used to have these big, I want to talk about this, dude. He used to have these Please. big parties, dude, with all these rich, super people, like at least what I thought was rich. And they would, he would play the mariachi stuff like for them and have like all these people people smoking cigarettes and drinking all kinds of tequila <laughs> at the house and like I you know I was like looking up and going like wow like what is my life you know like four or five six years old thinking man my dad is just amazing like I want to be exactly like him but he told me a couple things on the way up and really set this tone and planted this seed that real estate was where it was at it's like don't don't go into medicine well he didn't say don't go into medicine but what I really heard and gleaned from him was real estate is how I make my money. This is something that you should look into. And he passed when I was very young and I was raised by women, very challenging time. I was very angry at life and the world that, you know, I almost thought it was like either abandoned me or God was bad and stole my father from me. And why would, why would I be put in that situation? Later on, I figured it out because I started studying Tony Robbins that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you, right? So you said that on my show. And then I, I tried to contemplate that and it was challenging. But eventually I realized that, you know, I was brought into this situation and this household where I was brought up to, it was like a rich dad, poor mom kind of philosophy, right? So I had this rich dad and this poverty mindset mom and particularly their family was just like hey you know like your dad was a jerk he didn't really let us walk into the house with shoes on and then i had other people saying oh your father was amazing he was a doctor he gave the surgery for free so i had these conflicting views right on my father's side or i guess the people that knew him were like oh he's a saint he's done so many good things for all people. And then on my mother's side, they're just like, your dad was a jerk. Like, so I, I was very confused. And then I didn't also understand like coming up as a Mexican from a Mexican ethnicity, you know, who I was, was I Mexican? Was I white? You know, I have a lot of white blood in myself. I was so confused. Eventually I got through all of the terror of high school, which was actually a lot of fun but I was very rebellious. I was breaking a lot of things and being very destructive. And eventually I split away from my circle of influence and then started dialing in my processes of personal development, spiritual development, going to personal development workshops. And that led me into real estate. And so I started, you know, raising capital for small multifamilies that did pretty good. At least what I thought, I thought I had arrived, broke up with my partner, disappeared, and eventually got into this thing called syndication because somebody told me, hey, dude, you want to do all these fourplexes? Why don't you just buy a bunch of fourplexes in one particular like place through this process called syndication? And I was like, whoa, I don't, I've never heard of that. Like, that sounds crazy. I can't buy 128 units all at one time. And they're like, yes, you can. It's called teamwork. So that kind of led me to partnering with Bakerson. Because I told them I had raised some capital and they're like, well, you need to come work with us because we don't know too much about, I mean, we, we can raise capital. We've done it before, but we don't have a social media presence and we need to really expand this thing called capital raising to another level. And we think that maybe partnering with you can help us in that route. Well, so you've it's been a fun ride. It's been crazy. I really wanted to share a little bit about my father's part because Nobody's really heard that too much and in depth, but yeah, man, I'm so stoked to be here. That's no, that's an amazing story. And I appreciate you sharing that and rest in peace to your father for sure. A hundred percent. So definitely honor him for this conversation and through this conversation. So I really appreciate you bringing him up to a certain degree. It's like, we can feel him here with us, you know, and it's, it's pretty exciting to, to think about, you know, looking back on your journey 
in the seed that he planted when you were seven years old and, you know, talking about real estate and that seed germinated so many years later, but your journey almost served you through that process. It, it appears, you know, you needed to go through those other pieces of your process. I mean, you mentioned, you know, a little bit of a confusion with your identity, you know, coming up a little bit of confusion with, Hey, what race am I? And who should I be hanging out with? And what, who do I identify with? And then coming through high school, I mean, many people can resonate with the terror quote unquote of high school and just the, the expectations and coming of age that you go through, through that process and then being rebellious and kind of breaking free of that. And then thinking about your sort of journey through personal development and growing as an individual. And obviously that continues to this day, but leading you to a point yeah. where the seed has now germinated and it continues to germinate. So, I mean, was that the moment, like, if you looked back, it's like, that was the turning point that didn't really turn for you until years later, or, or walk me through that a little bit. Okay. So on the personal development side, I went to this course where it really, man, and, and this is almost like when you came on my show and you were freaked out to talk about certain things, <laughs> but like, I went through this personal d development course and we like had conversations with, you know, like, so we were supposed to be, you know, come from a place of you're a child right? and you're talking to your father and you want to forgive them for banning you or whatever daddy issues you had. Right. So my issues were like, where the hell were you, man? Like when I was growing up, I had all kinds of, you know, I went in directions that, that if you had just been alive, man, we could have solved that. You know, I could have gotten into real estate as a young guy, you know, as a teenager or maybe even a 25 year old but he wasn't around. So like I had to go through this destructive phase of my life and it was scary, but I went through this course and I thought that I had dealt with all of my issues. And then a couple years later, I went to his, the cemetery and visited him for the first time. And like, I broke down, dude. Like, so in Mexican culture, I'm not sure if you've ever watched like Coco, but like you bring tequila to the, the grave, right? to to celebrate the person and what they liked about life you give them the things that they enjoyed whether it's like tequila or specific foods or whatever i brought him and you know had a shot there and it was it was just like i broke down again you know i thought that i had like resolved this in the personal development but i hadn't so i broke down for a couple i think for like 24 hours straight i was just crying nonstop about the pain that I had gone through. And I finally like forgive him, forgive myself and realized that like, it's time to move on and go into the next phase of my life and not have to ever worry about whatever I was going through anymore. And I could just be free to do my thing and follow and pay an homage to him through real estate investing and maybe even take it to another level, right? Because he had only invested in single family homes. So I was like, you know what? I had always been concerned as a kid, like, how could I ever live up to this dude who was in the military? He was a doctor. He was a politician. He was president of the Chamber of Commerce. Like, how could I ever live up to that, right? And it was a lot of pressure. And so I, I said to myself, maybe what I can do is outgrow him on the, on the real estate side, which is really what he wanted for me, right? He wanted me to be a stud in the real estate field. So... I think through his wanting for me and maybe what I wanted for myself, I aligned myself with the right people and got into this thing called multifamily syndication, which is such a, it's almost like an exclusive club, right? Nobody knows about it. Like the whole world has never heard of multifamily syndication. And now it's my mission with a bunch of other people like yourself to elevate people and explain to them and share with them that there's all these opportunities to create generational wealth and create all these tax benefits and really grow and have a community impact in terms of apartment investing and so many other things in, in what we do. So that's where I'm at now. And it's exciting because I feel like I'm doing him right. You know, This episode of Elevate is brought to you by CF Capital, a real estate investment firm that focuses on acquiring and operating multifamily assets that provide stable cash flow, capital appreciation, and a margin of safety. Our team, including yours truly, leverages its expertise in acquisitions and management to provide investors with superior risk-adjusted returns while placing a premium on preserving capital. Our mission is to provide property investment and asset management solutions to help investors maximize their returns by investing in high-value multifamily communities. 
To learn more about future opportunities, visit cfcapllc.com. Again, that's cfcapllc.com. Yeah, no, that's super inspiring. And I think it's probably a great reminder for many of the listeners here today. It's like, what grieving process did you not go through? Or have you just been avoiding because you don't want to experience that pain? Think about the beauty behind the pain. You know, what can you experience beyond that by facing it and by really kind of basking in that and understanding, hey, you know what, maybe there's a way for me to honor this. Maybe there's something that needs to speak to me through this process. So I just honor you for sharing that. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think there's so many exciting things that we can do through syndication, through multifamily real estate, and through the general generational wealth building and the creation that we can do here. And so I'm like you, it's like I'm endlessly driven for this because everybody can win and it's so exciting. But one thing that I know that you've not only learned about, but you've contributed to just from a capital raising standpoint that I really want to dive into is the psychology behind it. The psychology mm, behind you know, the, the, the most successful capital raisers. I mean, what, what separates the most successful capital raisers from those who, you know, are imitators to a certain degree in capital raising? Yeah. So their confidence, number one, but I think a part of it is like their systems. I think a lot of the ones that I'm really, really inspired about, we're talking about the Dave Thompson's, the, the Ryan, oh, Ryan McKenna. Just Ryan had Ryan McKenna. on recently. So yeah. the, these, these guys are partners on some certain deals, right? And what they have created for themselves is what I think, and I'm really exploring with this with them. Hey, how did you raise capital and how do you do it legally? Because I understand, right? You can do investor relations and you can provide some value in terms of the underwriting, but you're going out to other markets and seeking operators and you're not those operators, right? So how do I become myself? This is, I want to become like those guys become a private equity firm and raise capital legally through some kind of a structure. And I'm trying to figure out exactly how they do it. Right. So I think that they use specific purpose vehicles and funds because they've already developed this massive database of people that trust them like at a hardcore level. And I want to do that too, because I have people that are syndicators or capital raisers or deal finders in all kinds of different parts of the market. Me, myself, like I'm with a group, we only invest in Arizona and not everybody likes our investment philosophy or our specific market. But if I can connect these people in other markets, I think that's something that's really worthy of exploration. So I'm, I'm actually in Ryan's ear. I'm in David's ear right now. They're contacting me back. David's creating a new capital raising program. And Ryan's just like, yeah, man, I'll give you some time. I'll get you on the phone like in a couple of days. I think we're scheduled for like tomorrow or the next day. That's awesome. Yeah. Two, two amazing individuals, both of which who have been on Elevate. So if you're listening to this show and you want to know more about both of those guys, Dave Thompson, Ryan McKenna, amazing individuals, both really contributing. And it's all about adding value to other people, which is why they're creating and they're connecting so many people to opportunities. It's all about adding value and being creative and being flexible and thinking of how can you give more than you receive, which is an amazing piece of this process as well. So you talked about two things there, confidence and systems. So talk to me, I mean, what does confidence look like from your perspective? All right. So I, I think part of it is track record, right? So you, a lot of times the people that I'm most inspired by are people that have begun as passive investors or learned about this and then really scaled and grown into, hey, I'm actually, I can actually do this for, for my investors and for my friends. And they've seen and snowballed. I think one of that's that's a big word, right? Is the momentum or snowballing effect of if you keep on providing something that's of value to your investors, they refer more and more friends. And that's where a lot of these guys' business, their new business comes from. It's not so much like attracting new investors or using and creating a new database of people. It's just like it starts to there's so much confidence between the investors and what they share about you and your program and what you're doing that they start referring their friends. And that is really, I think, where the power is. And you can't be there, I don't think, unless you're very confident, you have a really good product. And a lot of that comes from alignment with the right operators, right? So 
I think for smaller operators or larger operators, like how do you align yourself with the right people? I think these guys have done an amazing job of that. But the confidence comes from the actual product and whether you create that product or capital raise for somebody else that has an amazing product, that is a very powerful tool for making people feel very confident that you not only know the right operators or know the right deals, but that you can perform on what you say that you're going to. Like if you're going to offer a specific return or offer a specific kind of deal that you're an expert in it, or you're aligned, better said, with people that are experts in it. Yeah. And I, th- I think there's so much value in what you're saying. And obviously the confidence grows as your track record grows, as your experience grows. And, you know, as your circle of influence grows, because your circle rubs off on you, their track record, you can also draft off, you can provide more opportunities. And, you know, another thing that I'm super passionate about is, is confidence in communications. One of the things that I'm so passionate about is, you know, my coach, Trevor McGregor and myself, we work on this, we call each other transference T, transference T, because it's all about transference. And what that really means is you're communicating with certainty with clarity and with confidence. And I think there's so much to be said about that because human beings, we communicate with each other on a subconscious level. And not only do we want to see consciously what's the track record, but we also want to feel, does this person believe in what they're selling to me? Do they, you know, are they someone who actually cares about this? Are they present? You know, I mean, does that resonate with you? Yeah, man. It's actually a lot of fun to talk about. So everything that you're talking about, it makes total sense. And it's something that I try to apply into my business in my life. And in my philosophy is like, hey, reaching out to people and making them feel like, hey, we have something of value to you. Not to mention like all of the other benefits that's that's associated with multifamily investing. There's, there's tax benefits, the cash flow, the fact that you can property manage all in one spot. So I love all of that stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. So let's talk about systems now, because obviously the confidence is a, is a big piece. You got to create the momentum. You've got to have that track yeah. record. You've got to be able to communicate to the subconscious and the conscious. But let's talk about systems in terms of, you know, the most successful capital raisers. What really sets them apart from from those who are not in that category? Experience and like you're saying, implementation of systems. So we consider ourselves smaller operators and we're still going through this evolutionary process where we're implementing an infrastructure because I mean, to break it down on a very simple level, we used to raise capital for deals after we got the deals under contract. And what we've learned as we've moved into syndication is that that's not effective. So a lot of times people go, a lot of syndicators go through this process that Jason Arusi broke down on my show, which is to get people to know, like, and trust you, which involve you asking questions about what their pain points are and why they want to invest to begin with, and then get them to understand why you're into multifamily, what are the inherent values, and see if you can get people to align with you there. And then go to step three, which is explain what is this process of working with you like, right? So a process that we're still implementing and, and creating, you know, when do you get your cash back? Like, if you, if you used to be a syndicator that gave money back on a quarterly basis, or if you were a heavy value add syndicator that basically took properties and heavy value lifts from you know 10% occupied or 25% occupied or something that a Fannie Freddie loan would never give money to, and then change it to a different program, you could give higher returns. At a, it's a little bit riskier because you don't know if the property can get stabilized or not, but you typically get a better return on that than if you buy a B, you know, a B class stabilized asset. It's just like you move into cash flow right away. And the question is like, when do I get my cash back? How do, how is communication going to look like? Am I going to get my money back? Am I going to stay in the deal? That's a big one for us now because we're moving into legacy investing. And most of the times, like when you're moving from single family to multifamily, you know, whether it's like through wholesaling or into syndication, if you're kind of a newer operator and you can find a lot of value, if your process was, you know, like we're going to do a heavy value add and now we're going to shift our model to legacy investing, you know, it's like, where are you along the process? And then communicate that with your investors. The main point that I wanted to say is like the communication infrastructure 
when you're beginning or when you're doing the single family or wholesaling type of stuff is very different than it is when you're actually syndicating. And like the implementation of those systems is something that I think a lot of people struggle with if they're going through the same process, right? So it's challenging to have a, an email chimp, to have a blog post, to create a social media presence, to constantly be posting information. And if you've never done that before, which is not necessary in the smaller, smaller real estate field, now how do you put that into place? And if you've never been into social media before, like how do you start getting into social media? Like, do you align with somebody that's already a social media guy? And how do you find somebody that's already aligned with you in terms of real estate? You know, because I think you have these people reach out to you and they're like, oh, I have all these systems, but they've never done real estate. And you're just like, well, I don't know if, if it's a right match. So that's kind of some of the stuff that we're going through and that we're implementing. And we've hired some coaches, personal development coaches and capital raising coaches to help us through this process of implementation of systems and blog posts and social media and accountability to actually do that stuff on a regular basis. Cause that's, that's the hard part is like getting that system dialed in for me. That's what I see. Yeah. At least where I'm at. It, it makes me think of the, you know, the phrase or the quote or whatever it is, you know, what got you here won't get you there. And that's one thing that my team, we've been talking about a lot lately is, hey, we're really happy about the success that we've experienced, but we're always looking to raise the bar. I mean, that's the core of who we are as people. That's the core of our culture. And what can we do to go from excellent to outstanding, from outstanding to extraordinary? And it is about, all right, well, our systems that we had before may or may not be relevant now. And obviously a lot of the things you're talking about are, you know, outward facing systems, whether, whether it's bringing people into your world, you're educating folks. And then there's also backend systems, right? You know, how are you actually communicating? How are you streamlining? How are you managing sort of, you know, your distributions? How are you managing, you know, the, the investment level sort of metrics, all of these different things. So it is really important to be focused there. And I think it's, it's awesome to hear that, you guys are not only continue to invest in your personal growth, but also, you know, coaching on capital raising and all these different things. So let's talk a little bit about personal growth and sort of, you know, what is it that you're doing to raise your own bar and to say, Hey, look, what got me here is not going to get me there. What are you investing in and what are you focusing on now? Right now it's, it's a little bit of time and into meditation. So I've actually had some success and, and done some things to help create a new reality or to manifest things or to bring things into existence and that stuff you hear people talk about it but it's like nebulous you're like okay so i think i've heard people talk about this i know that it makes sense but like i can't do it or i don't know how to do it or maybe i've even done it in the past and i just haven't created a habit of doing it on a regular basis in the past you know i've studied wayne dyer and gone into some of his meditation and when you keep on studying the same thing, it, you kind of, at least for me, I, I burn out on it a little bit. So how do I get back into meditation and be excited about it? Because I know that it's had effects on me. I know that I've created some things. I know that I've attracted things into my life. But like, how do I establish that habit? And I think that that boils down to a lot of things like discipline. Like I've had conversations with you about like, hey, working out on a regular basis and you've been to the gym on the 1st of January and all those same people are gone, you know, at the end of January. Right. So yeah. I think I go through that process too. Like when you said that, I mean, it wasn't cause I, I do work out at times and then I stop and then it's the same thing with my, with my brain. And how do I continue to work out my brain through a meditation process or a manifestation process and part of it is, is if I don't like the same instructor or if I'm, I'm not really getting inspired by it anymore, who do I find and how can I create a new coach that gets me back into shape mentally and physically, right? So on the mental thing, I've really started moving towards Joe Dispenza, who really talks about like your spiritual centers within you know, the different parts of your body and then aligning them and some really some new things that I've never heard before. That's who I'm studying right now. And I've actually been implementing some things where I'm visualizing things, you know, even from the quantum field, because he likes to be a scientist about it. He starts talking about if you're going to play in the quantum field, how do you become an observer to the reality that you want to create? And he starts talking about the different meditation practices, like quieting your mind and really going to a place where 
you're not there in time or space, but you're in a blackness. So this one thing is like a mind movie where you, where you play these things that you want to create in your life and you visualize it and you just look at it from a place of you don't exist. And then apparently through quantum physics, this allows this thing to create a quantum event. I think I've heard you use that word where a reality is created and you can actually experience it. And that sounds crazy to some people, but it's something that scientifically has been proven that if you go into this place of meditation and some people call it mindset, some people call it a meditation, some people do it scientifically, some people do it religiously, but it's all the same thing where you visualize the reality that you want to create from a place of gratitude as if you've already attracted those things into your life. And then the more that you practice that, the greater you, be, you can become into alignment with it and bring that thing into your existence, which is it's just crazy, but it's a lot of fun to practice. That's what I've been doing. So in terms of, you know, to answer your question, what, what have you been doing in terms of personal development? That's really one of my main focuses is meditation because it's hard to do, at least for me. Well, I mean, what you're really talking about here is the manifestation habit or building a habit of manifestation, which I think yes. is super inspiring to really think about and to really consider. It's like, you've got to be conscious of your habits. You have to be aware that, look, we're driven, we're, we're driven by habits. We're habitual you know, we're a habitual species and 95% of the things that we do are unconscious and we don't even realize, you know, sometimes you'll notice you drive to the office or you drive to someone's house or something like that. And 95% of the time you're like, I don't even remember driving because you go on autopilot. And it's amazing to think about all the different things when you really start to break it down. And a lot of this is serving us in so many ways, right? Your mind would be exhausted if your conscious mind had to deal with all the different details mm -hmm. that you deal with on a regular basis. Sure. But there's obviously habits that we have in our life that do not serve us, whether it's, you know, eating a cookie at, you know, 8.30 p.m., you know, or whatever. I mean, eating that donut, right? You know, getting out of bed and you're like, man, I want a donut instead of I want to go to the gym. It's about understanding that process. I mean, I read a book years ago called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, and I highly recommend it, but understanding that process and getting conscious, getting out of your unconscious and then getting conscious about that process and understanding that, look, there's a cue, there's a trigger, there's a response to that trigger, and there's a reward that you're seeking. We're always seeking this reward. So what can you do to hack that process and create a new, you know, a new trigger or a new response to, you know, that cue? And if that doesn't make any sense, you know, go study this and start to learn sort of the biology behind habits and understand, you know, why they're serving us and how you can sort of create conscious habits. That's what we always talk about conscious habits on the show. Another thing you're talking about on manifestation on the quantum field. I mean, honestly, there couldn't be many more valuable subjects to really talk about. And a lot of people say, man, I want more strategies. I want more real estate tactics, yada, yada. But really, this can exponentially grow where you're, you know, you're growing in real estate, what, what type of deals you're doing, the type of people that you're, you know, the life that you're creating is visualizing that outcome, surrendering to the process and tapping into the quantum field and letting the universe do the heavy lifting. I read a book to your, to your point, I wrote a book called the biology of belief and I oh, forget yeah. Bruce Lipton, Bruce Lipton. I mean, <laughs> there is literally science behind this. This is not is. woo woo. It's true. I mean, <laughs> is there, I'm, I'm, that's a great book. I, I listened to it on Audible and then just had a discussion about it at Beck 20 with some people that had also studied like neurobiology and stuff. And it is true. Like I can't even explain what happens in this book or, or I'm not the author, but essentially like your environment shapes the way that you believe things happen. And if you are in the wrong environment, it can cause a lot of detriment. So, so like putting yourself in the right environment, focusing on the right things and working on your belief systems about it actually literally, according to Bruce Lipton, changes the biology of the way your DNA is programmed and shaped. Like it triggers certain chemicals or enzymes in your DNA to change literally you have control over your biology which is crazy to think about on a biological level but it's true i mean he's got proof about it go check out bruce lipton don't listen to me man go, go check him out he's the expert 
Exactly. That's why we surround ourselves with smarter people than, than us, especially when it comes to <laughs> right. biology. But it, it is absolutely mind-blowing. And when you start to apply these things to your life, that's when you start to create absolutely amazing circumstances, not only with own, within your biology, which obviously you would agree with me, health is wealth. I mean, we've got to focus on that. We've got to place a priority on that. But beyond that, it is about you know your circumstances and what can you do for other people? How can you contribute more to other people? It's by, you know, it starts in your subconscious mind. And, you know, it's actually before that it's in your conscious mind because you've got to place the intention and then plant those seeds and let them grow. I mean, that's what we've been talking about this entire show is about seeds that have been planted and how do we cultivate? How are we a farmer? So I'm excited, man. I mean, what are you, what are you most excited about these days, Ruben? Right now I'm super focused on my business. I am, I have a major travel bug. So I've lived in Mexico for a year on a couple of different occasions and traveled throughout there. And like, I want to go into like, as soon as COVID goes away, or maybe I can't even wait that long, I might have to start traveling through the United States because at least that's where I can to go without like having issues. So my, my wife, we're, we're technically married, but she has not gone through the residency process. So we can't, I can't take her into Mexico and explore the amazing places that I know, the different waterfalls and like cenotes and like beaches. Like I know that stuff really well. But we can't cross there until she gets that residency across the line. So in the meantime, what do we do? Well, we're really focused, not only myself, but she's really focused on creating her business. And she's, she's been spending a lot of time on, on building herself. She's looking to become a professional dancer again. She was in Mexico. And she has all these couple different business ideas. She's in a couple multi-level marketing, actually one multi-level marketing company. And... So like on my side, I want to focus on really dialing in my capital raising processes and provide some real value for my investors and for Bakerson. And as soon as like we get a couple of deals across the line, like I will be out, like I'll be doing my podcast from Mexico, at least for, at least for a couple of months. Right. And then I'll be back and, and we'll see how that goes. But that's been my major focus is just dialing in. I think a lot of people hear this process that entrepreneurs have to go through where they work really hard and they do so gladly because they realize that that's a lot better of a path than working 40 hours or 80 hours a week for somebody else and never really getting ahead. So struggle really hard or work really hard and push your systems to the point where you can create wealth, You know, work really hard for a couple of years work harder than most people are willing to for a couple of years so that you can reap the benefits that most people will never get as, you know, W2 employees and nothing wrong with W2 employees, but that's just a different path than I'm on right now. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a brief time out from the show, this incredibly mind expanding discussion to speak to the high achievers, the high performers. I wanted to speak to those who have a burning desire to go to the next level and beyond. First of all, I hear you and I see you. When I got started as a real estate entrepreneur, fresh out of my W-2 corporate job, I was excited and jubilant to create and design my future. At the same time, my business and life was filled with confusion, filled with fear, doubt, uncertainty, and to be honest with you, sometimes even sleepless nights and hopelessness, even while experiencing what many would have considered substantial success. Ultimately, I mustered up the courage to hire one of the world's top high-performance business coaches to work directly with me on creating strategies, systems, and profound shifts towards accelerating my multifaceted performance and to become an industry leader. After years of investing significant resources into myself and in my business through this process, I am now paying it forward as a high-performance coach to those who feel called to elevate to the extraordinary. Wherever you are right now, you know deep down that you have it within you to be great. If you're someone who's seriously looking to elevate your business, your real estate portfolio, your cash flow, your deal flow, your network, your net worth, your lifestyle, and ultimately your life right now and ongoing for the rest of your life, I have a message for you. Because if that's you, then I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. I have limited coaching spots available to guide people like you who want to substantially close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. These are first come, first serve, and demand high-touch, one-to-one focus from me directly to you. And this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are decisive, committed, and willing to do whatever it takes. It's only for those willing to play full out and invest time, energy, and resources into themselves 
to achieve greatness in real estate investing and beyond, which is what we're all about on this podcast. This is for those defiantly inspired for transforming as an empowered, limitless, and unstoppable human being in full control of their and their business's future. If that is you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com where you can apply for this life-changing opportunity. We will then schedule a discovery session where we will directly discuss what's working, not working, and how we can work together to accelerate your future. With that said, enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have purpose, at the end of the day, it's about purpose, right? You know, what are you plugging into that, you know, really serves a higher, you know, reason? You know, what is it that you're looking to seek in your life? I mean, I know one thing I noticed that when I started my professional life, you know, I learned that I was tolerating my life and that everyone said, look, this is what it is when you're an adult. I mean, look, you know, college days were the best days and they're behind you. I hope you had great memories. Hope you took pictures because this is just what it's like being an adult. And, you know, it's so interesting is that it doesn't have to be that way. I can be excited to plug in, you know, whether it's 60, 80 hours in a week because I have a purpose behind it. And, you know, really what we've been talking about today is not only creating those outcomes in your life, which real estate is the vehicle, right? And you chose syndication, you've chosen, you know, obviously growing your reach from social media, from, you know, podcasting and all the things that you're doing and impacting more people and creating that vehicle that then serves you to do more so that you can live where you want to live. So you can be where you want to be so that your wife can have the opportunities that she wants to, you know, take on in her life. And so I just think it's exciting because fulfillment is different for everyone. And, you know, I love all of this. And Ruben, I've really enjoyed our conversation. I want to dive into our (laughs) rapid fire section. We call it the rare air questionnaire. (laughs) It's all about raising the bar, man. You know, we climb that mountaintop. We look across, perhaps with our German shepherds next to us, right? Because we got a fellow German shepherd owner right here. And uh, shout out to Bruno, by the way. You want to give a shout out to your pups there? Uh, So we got Junior, Sasha, Sabrina, and Apache. Love those guys, man. Amazing dogs. They are, they are beautiful. And I tell you what, German Shepherds have the, the sweetest souls in the universe. So, they're uh, so loyal. Oh my, oh my God. gosh. I and, love that. And they're honest. They're like masters. They really teach you forgiveness and all kinds of other things. They mm-hmm. have really been like my mentors, to be honest with you, in a lot of ways in terms of the way that I deal with life. That's awesome. There's a lot that we can learn from dogs and, and animals and so many things. So if you, you know, if you're, if you are aware and you, you give yourself the opportunity to learn, I think there's always an opportunity to learn, whether it's from your dog or, you know, from someone else. I mean, just open your mind, be humble and recognize that you don't know it all. We all, yeah. no one does. So. These dogs, they really don't have time. They have like a 14 year lifespan or maybe a little bit longer, maybe a little bit less, but they are only here to spend time with you for a short period of time. And they don't have time to be mad. I mean, they have to be forgiving and just be like, hey, you know, this is the way to operate in life. And I've learned so many lessons about the things that like I do wrong and just they're always waiting for you. They're always happy. They're always smiling. They're always good. And I just I, you can apply that to your life, or at least in my life, I've applied it or I'm working on applying certain things in so many ways that things that I've learned from those dogs. I'm so amazed by them. They're just amazing, amazing animals. Anyways. I love, I love, that's a great digression, but yeah, back to the rare air questionnaire, because it's about expansion. It's about growth. It's about, you know, wanting more growing, giving more to other people. It's about, you know, the fact that anything is possible and that really it starts within your mind and your intentions and your actions and your confidence in your systems. And so let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, as far as personal growth, one thing that I'm super passionate about is reading and learning. So I'd love to know what are two or three of the most impactful books that you've read and why? The most impactful books, I think. So The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy is a big one. And leading forward on that, there's also a chapter in Think and Grow Rich. Everybody talks about Think and Grow Rich as a book, but one specific chapter calls out to me, which is chapter four, Power of Autosuggestion. And then also on a spiritual side, Dr. Wayne Dyer's book, The Power of Intention, those have all been game changers for me and stuff that I really, really love to revisit on a regular basis ongoing. I love it. I love it. What's the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis outside of what we've already talked about today? So I'm really focused right now on like my, my relationship with my wife is amazing. But like, how do I get it to the next level and evolve it to something where I can literally and honestly say that my relationship with her is so much 
better and bigger than what most people ever create in their life. So it's not settling. It's like growing together. That's a big part of, of my focus because they, they talk about like any strong man always has a strong woman behind her or any strong woman always has a strong man behind her. So it's just like, how do we collaborate and focus? And it's a new, it's a new relationship. We got married about 18 months ago. She's 18 years younger than me. And she is exactly who I was 18 years ago. Honestly, like focused on a million different things and trying to get, get one thing across the finish line. And, and I can provide so much experience for her and she can provide so much energy and hunger that it's just, it's amazing. And so my main focus I would say right now is, is just building that relationship to something that's impeccably amazing, way better than I would hope. You know, I would hope that a lot of people get there, but it's the reality is, is a lot of people don't have amazing, amazing marriages relationships, at least from what I'm seeing. And according to the stats, right, like 50% of them, 50% of people divorce. Yeah. I don't know. Well, okay. I think because most people just give up at, at the sign of any challenge. And you know what? We're not most people. This is the rare air questionnaire. It's about, you know, being excellent, striving for excellence. And most people are okay with average. Most people are okay with mediocre. But I think it is important for us to talk about what are you doing to invest in your primary relationship, whether you're married or whether you're committed in a partnership or what have you. It is super important for us to focus on that because you know what, that, that is going to lead to so many other things. And I just honor, you know, your all's relationship. I know you guys, I've met you guys together originally and you're so fun. I mean, you guys are just have such a joy for life. And I think it comes from intention there, man. So I, I just honor that. You know, I love also when I ask, what's the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? And it's a selfless response like that. So that's a great transition into what's the biggest way that you elevate others around you? Man, so one of them is through syndication and really going and being from an outward focus and helping them realize that they have access to deals that they would not normally understand. The other thing that I really like to do is actually, I don't know if you've heard this, I'm sure you have, is how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Oh, yeah. So on my show, I really focus on providing like excellence in terms of the value that I provide and sharing with people regardless i mean we have nothing for sale right but we just want to share with people all of the tools and get people to expose everything and most everybody does so because they all have an abundance mindset share with people the tools that can create success for them so i really take a lot of pride in giving a really big part of my current life my existing life into promoting that product and it has some benefits right that are inherent like i get to promote myself and promote my bakerson and what we're doing in multifamily but really what counts is like can other people take this knowledge and grow themselves so i really take a lot of pride in the fact that i give people a product that they can actually implement into their own lives and learn from whether they're a brand new investor that are looking to get into syndication or a past investor looking to become active or a experienced syndicator that's now looking into scaling it through private equity or institutional funds or family office. I interview all peoples of all gamuts that can provide value into what are the benefits or the problems of doing capital raises specific ways. So, I think that's, that's one of the big things that I focus on right now in terms of elevating other people. Yeah, I think it's super important to really distill the fact that how you do anything is truly how you do everything and striving for excellence, you know, really kind of carries over into everything else you do, whether it's how you lead yourself or you lead your other people or you do business. So I admire that. I think it's absolutely, you know, part of being rare about being excellent about being extraordinary. So thank you for that. And it's such a great takeaway because we all have our own strategy, right? We all have our own systems. And obviously there are many patterns that you can observe from the best of the best and you can look at and say all right well what can i apply myself let me test that out and see how that works but it is about ultimately are you striving for excellence are you always being willing to take feedback when you fail and say you know what what can i do to improve here what can i do to have a growth mindset or have an abundance mindset and share with someone else you know am i willing to be coachable am i willing to learn am i willing to be humble and recognize that i don't know everything so Ruben, my man. Oh my goodness. Any, any parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you share with Elevate Nation today? This is probably a cop out. I would say like leave Tyler Chester a five-star review. <laughs> but, like 
in terms of a parting wisdom, I guess, let me ask you this, direct me a little bit more. Do you want me to give them parting wisdom on capital raising on mindset or what would you like me to, to, to guide them on if I have that capability? I mean, the reason why I asked the question in a broad capacity is what strikes you right now? Because I think your intuition can answer that question better than I can from an intellectual standpoint. So yeah. let's go there. Okay. Okay. So I, I would be concerned a little bit that people aren't receptive to hearing this, but I would invite you to take, if you resonate with some of this, but you're ready to say, okay, yeah, I understand that meditating or the supernatural or the spiritual or peak performance. Like I get it conceptually, but like I haven't really taken myself to the next level. Even if it's just a step towards that, like take it if it's available to you because it's very challenging. I think you see these people that are so disciplined in all areas of their life and you're like, oh, well, I could never get there. But I would recommend like if you're in a situation or in a place where you can go towards that direction in any capacity, like go check out a book, go listen to another podcast on spirituality or manifesting or quantum physics or peak performance or mindset or Napoleon Hill. Any of those things are all really the same thing, just in different languages. Like go in that direction, man. Like that's, that's what I would say. Yeah, no, that's huge. And I think there's a big difference in knowing and doing and actually embodying. So, you know, just because you've had an understanding of some of these concepts doesn't mean that you truly understand it. So go out and apply. I think it's super important to act immediately. That's how you really anchor in your understanding. I say, I say it so frequently, but just because you listen to a podcast doesn't mean that you're now the next step ahead as a real estate investor or as someone who's designing your life that has no limits just listening and just understanding is not there. You've got to go do, you've got to put it into action. So I'll just stack that on top of that. But I think there's so much wisdom there, Ruben, my man. Tell the listeners how they can learn more about what you do. Obviously, you've got the Capital Razor Show, so everybody should go check that out. But beyond that, where can, where can people find you? I like LinkedIn. Check me out on LinkedIn. Communicate with me on there. Or you can email me at ruben at bakerson.com. Check us out at Bakerson. You can see our offerings down there. You can also follow me at Capital Razor on Instagram, I would say, hey, sign up or check us out on bakerson.com or capitalraisershow.com to get either new episode information or new offering information. Elevate Nation, I told you this was going to be mind expanding. What's up? So get ready <laughs> and let those Hello. seeds, let the seeds plant in your mind because what is now possible in the future? Do you have to wait, you know, many years like maybe Ruben had to through the seed that was planted from his father? through his journey and getting involved in real estate and really scaling up perhaps, or maybe you can go ahead and take action now. So I want to encourage you to take action now, but it is also important that your learning and your growth repetition is the mother of all skills. So listen to the show again, what can you do to take notes and distill? What are your top three key distinctions? Because you know, my top three key distinctions may be different than yours. And you might share this with a friend as well and say, Hey, look, here's what I learned from the show. Here's what I'm implementing in my life. What are your takeaways? So I think it's important to pay it forward. You can always screenshot the show. You can tag Ruben. You can tag myself. You can tag Elevate Pod. Tag your friend and let them know, hey, here's what I'm learning. Here's what I'm implementing. Because look, knowledge is only potential power. I've said this again. You've got to take action. You've got to take massive action. And until then, Ruben, my friend, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, Tyler, man. It's been awesome. Absolutely. Elevate Nation. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.